You have connected with Guat.Rocks, God, the world, and other things. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. I'm Kenny Price, your host. This is Season 14, Episode 305, title, My Stomping Grounds. Subtitle, Thank God for the Way of Escape. We lived one mile from our city rec center where my wife and I had a membership for the workout facility. One day it happened that we were able to both go to the rec center and work out together. For me, a regular part of my workout was to walk to the center, which resulted in a two-mile cardio workout in addition to weightlifting at the gym. So on this special day, my wife joined me on the walk. In an amazing turn of life events, our house was next door to the house in which I lived from the sixth grade until I married my wife. My mother and my father still lived in my childhood home next door. My wife grew up in the neighborhood on the north side of the center, which was on the direct route to our workout. At the time of our excursion, her parents still lived in the same house, which they built in 1957 and just sold a few months ago in October of 2022. They had lived in the same house 65 years. As we finished our workout, we headed out and decided to go back a slightly different route. On the way back home, we came to a large easement gap that has always existed behind the homes on the two streets. As we passed the easement, I told my wife I had never really noticed the gap and wondered how far up the backs of the homes the easement went. It was almost two car widths wide. She said that the other end came out right across from the church that was located at the intersection that entered into our subdivision. I told her I had never noticed an opening like this on the other end near the church. She said, sure, it's there. I used to cut through this way all the time. I said, well, cool. Let's walk home this way. Entering the easement, she looked at me like a little kid and said, these are my stomping grounds. And she said it with great pride. For those of you who didn't grow up Texan or Hick, the phrase stomping grounds is believed to have originated in the United States during the mid-1800s. It refers to a familiar or well-known area or location where someone frequently visits, walks, or stomps around. It is thought to have derived from the practice of animals such as deer or elk, returning to the same spot in the woods to stomp down vegetation, creating a familiar path or area for themselves. Similarly, people may return to a place they are familiar with and stomp around to indicate ownership or familiarity with the area. Over time, the phrase has evolved to mean any place that is familiar, comfortable, or a favorite spot to frequent. It is often used to refer to a particular neighborhood, city, or region that someone is fond of and has spent a significant amount of time in. As we progressed northward up the easement, which was lined on each side with four-foot galvanized chain-link fences, the dogs in the backyards began to go nuts, barking at us as we passed. At first, I didn't think much about it. I understand dogs are territorial. They're letting you know when they come to the fence with that ferocious bark, pow, don't even think about coming in my territory. But as we progressed, we began to encounter dogs like a bull mastiff, Rottweiler, German Shepherd, Doberman, those kinds of dogs. Dogs that stayed on the other side of the four-foot chain-link fence just because they wanted to at the moment. Dogs that, if they were to so choose, could easily clear the fence on a run. So we would pull to the other side of the easement and keep going. Very unsettling. As we rounded the curve to the right, my wife said the opening is right up ahead. We rounded the curve and there it was. A six-foot wooden fence, like a big wall, right in front of us that closed off the easement. 
most likely put up illegally by the home at the inn, but things like that usually went unchecked in the city in which we lived in at the time. So there we were, up a long easement blocked by the six-foot stockade fence, a new development in my wife's stomping grounds. To the south of us was a long line of mean dogs creating a dangerous gauntlet that neither one of us wanted to face. So we realized we were going to have to jump a fence and go through someone's backyard, which presented another problem. Crime in that area was much higher than where we now live in Tennessee. People do not take kindly to you jumping their fences in that city. My wife began to look around and noticed to our right that she recognized an uncle and a grandfather to a child she had had in her pre-K class. She knew the uncle because he had been a classmate with our two kids. She knew the grandfather because he had occasionally picked up his grandson from my wife's class. The grandfather did not speak English, so my wife called out to the uncle and told him our situation and said, Your dad knows who I am because I had his grandson in my class. We don't want to go back the way we came, so I'm asking if we can cut through your yard to the street. They actually had a six-foot chain-link fence. Fortunately, they had a gate to the easement. The grandfather gave us permission to pass through the backyard, and we made it home safely. The first verse that my wife and I thought about as we reflected on the hike gone bad, followed by the way of escape the Lord provided us from this potentially dangerous situation, was the verse about how God will provide the way of escape. I was going to use that verse as a close to this comical yet serious story until I went back and read it again. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. The verse did not have to do with the escape from harm like that which an angry Rottweiler may bring but escape from the harm a temptation to sin might bring. Now, just as I'm reading this verse in the context of what I'm writing, God is making it clear that the two situations are different, yet the same. He is in the deliverance business, whatever your impending harm might be. Now that is something you can hang your hat on. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace. Peace.